This week, have we been playing the silver ball ever since we were young boys? Plus, move over 007, Agent 8 is the hot new spy in town. It's Friday, May 20th, 2022. Time to insert a token to play. Welcome to Insert Token to Play. I'm John, senior of my typical player two, my little brother James. How we doing, Jimbo? I'm doing good, and I need your help because I'm trying to remember something. Oh, boy. Okay. So so one of our boys is in a physics class right now, and they're starting to talk about simple machines. So okay. Levers, pulleys, uh, ramps, or something like that. Didn't we used to play a game on the computer where you'd like shoot a basketball in a way? Yeah. Yeah. You would make like the machines you're saying. Yeah. Where, you would have some type of objective and you'd use all these random things to make like a mini machine, right? Mm-hmm. To like complete that. Is that what you're talking That's about? That's exactly what I'm talking about. I was afraid I was making this up no, in my dream. I mean, so. I, 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 do you ever see the videos where people do that like around their house and... I mean, that's basically what the game was. Yeah, yeah, and we saw it in, in uh, Back to the Future as well. I, f- I felt like oh, there was right. like some yes. name for it though, and I can't think of what it is. There is a name for it. I can't. I don't remember what it is yeah, though. I can't remember the name of the game either. But we definitely played it. Okay. You're not crazy. Okay, thank you. I needed that. that. We should look it up. That'd be probably pretty funny to figure out. Oh my gosh, if it still even exists, or if it. <laughs> You'd have to get like a Windows. ME simulator oh my <laughs> emulator and then you'd have to buy a new computer because it would crash your computer yes right no yes, big deal yeah never tried making one of those machines in real life though no me neither so he gets to do one in his class so i'm very curious for oh, how it turns neat. out so that'd be neat yeah but that that definitely took me back when he started talking about it. like i swear we did that i'm gonna find it and well you have plenty of free time now i mean that is true so i'm sure you can figure that out <laughs> Fingers crossed, right? Of course. Well, on that note, maybe the games that we actually did play this week, huh? <laughs> or that we remember yeah. <laughs> the names. <laughs> exactly. So we started off with the Pinball Wizard from Frosty Pop. The Pinball Wizard is an arcade adventure game where the main character is propelled into action by a set of flippers, like the ball in a pinball machine. The goal of the game is to survive and get to the top of the tower. John, how'd you do? Well, I didn't get to the top of the tower, but I think it's because I I was doing all the other dungeon stuff too much and messing with the skills. Yeah. I will say that I was humming that Pinball Wizard song like the whole time (laughs) I was playing, but... How far did you get in the tower? I finished the tower. Oh, nice. I spent a lot of time very quickly on this game, especially after I realized when you died and, and lost your ball, and you got access to leveling up and getting new skills to make things easier. Mm-hmm. That was a really nice thing to figure out by losing. I have access to all of this currency to do things, and those were very, very good difference makers a lot of the time. You could use them differently on different levels. And like you said, you die, you kind of get a feel for the level, and then you could kind of think about what skills would fit where. Mm-hmm. I, I guess let me just ask, did you have a skill that you used the most? Oh, I definitely used the dash more okay. than the ball toss, and the, everything else was passive, so nothing else really got involved. Okay, so it wasn't just me, because I like the dash as well. I've, 
I found that it would save me. Yes. And then also, I got better at getting to the doors and through the doors. But there's definitely times where it's like, oh, okay, I can just dash and force myself in there. Yeah. But I did find myself hitting dash by mistake a number of times. <laughs> and I'm not going to say it happened once, but it may have happened where I basically dashed myself out. <laughs> Yeah, like I somehow dashed between both the rudders or paddles the and flippers. It yeah, was, and it, I was gone, which is so sad because it felt so hard to get between those flippers. Right. Yeah, and somehow I magically did it, and the, with I don't. Yeah, the dash, but yep. but yeah, like everything else was pretty good. The passive where I liked where the thing would come up, so you basically couldn't lose. Yes, the fireballs were pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, what were the other ones that you liked? Uh, the magnet was cool. The stuff that increased your score was nice because that made it easier to get more things later on. I liked when it made the barrels give you more because when you hit the barrels, you could get things like health or experience or currency. And every time you hit it then, instead of like one heart, suddenly I'm getting three hearts back, which is making me live so much better. I did... Did you do any of the daily dungeons? I did a couple of them, but not too many. I kind of did that one like every day. Nice. I think the funny thing is like today, actually, I got fifth. You got fifth. Oh, this is awesome. But (laughs) one, two, three, and four, like their score was in like the millions. Yeah. My score was in like the thousands. (laughs) So it's like no one played today. So I'm like, oh man, I look awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm still fifth. You're still fifth. <laughs> still fifth. That's good. So I feel pretty good about that, but just just don't look at the numbers too tightly. Right, right. Well, well, spoilers, as you made it further, two of the last things that you unlocked from levels increased your experience and your uh, currency gain exponentially, so it made it so much easier to score up in the millions compared to the thousands. Gotcha. So, so you earned your right, fifth place. Right, right. Yes, yes. Yes, 100%. Of the villains that they had? Yeah. I actually thought the spider was the most interesting. Oh, I know. It was such a neat idea. Like, it won't hurt you, but it has the chance to really take you out. Yeah, because basically it would shoot webs and pause your flippers, and then you just start mashing. Mm-hmm. Did you end up playing with your... And I'm going to ask for our next game also I with the controller at all. with the controller at all. I didn't feel like you needed to with no. this. Like, even though I mentioned that I hit the dash by mistake a couple times... Mm-hmm. For the most part, it still felt really intuitive with just clicking on the flippers. Yeah, I, I agree. And it was just making sure that your thumbs were not too high up that you started doing the other things. And especially that was problematic when your energy level was low. Because <laughs> it's like, well, crud, I just used my dash. And then you kept on trying to click the flipper. And in reality, you're just trying to dash. And it's like, well, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I thought the controls worked totally fine. Uh, especially as you move from spot to spot where the flippers would be a little bit more engaged. So... I liked how it took classic pinball things. Obviously, it's a pinball game, but introduced them into this style. I always enjoyed the pinball games where there was multiple sets of flippers. And so I liked in here how you would move from room to room. Mm-hmm. Especially, again, daily dungeons. Especially the dungeons, you yeah. Know what I mean, like you ended up with like three or four areas that you could kind of hit into, yep. and the flippers would apply to all of them. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. The only thing I didn't really notice that I always think of in classic pinball is you would hit and it would like go up on a rail and it would come around and then come back. Yeah. I don't remember seeing that at all. No. And that was like the one thing that to me is like from a classic pinball perspective that they didn't have. Yeah. I feel like I saw that in one of the dungeons where you like went up a ramp and then dropped back down into the lower area, but it not the same idea of what you're saying. Not, not even close. 
also one of the best parts about playing real pinball is pulling that thing oh, back and launching yeah. the balls. And you, I don't know how you simulate that on a phone. Gosh, I don't know if you, you can. didn't have it, but I mean that that part feels so good, and I didn't get that sensation. Yeah, you'd have to like have the phone use like a gyroscope to just <laughs> slide it back and slide and it forward you in your hand. Your phone exactly, and it doesn't matter. So we need we need straps on yeah, our phone. Yeah, got, yeah, you get the Wii straps for the just to play pinball wizard. Yeah. Okay. Get Why a not? little crazy. Why not? Right. So. I feel like that might be a challenge to build it. But. Okay, maybe we'll just leave the click then. <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. And I, I think it, it worked too. You asked earlier about the enemies and stuff, and I thought it was a good balance. There are only you know four or five enemies that you run into. They're all kind of interesting in their own way and seemed like they really fit. You know, the slugs I found really obnoxious because I couldn't figure out why they were hurting me sometimes and why they weren't. Mm -hmm. It seemed like it was just when they were orange, they would hurt me. But it was like as soon as the game thought they were turning orange, they would hurt you as well. So it it, it didn't necessarily seem like it was the most clear thing, but it was like, "Ah, I'm just probably going to get hurt in the end. It's fine. (laughs) Well, even like the turtles with the shells, like it wasn't like you said, it almost seemed like the animation didn't quite finish before the state finished because sometimes you'd hit them and you'd be okay, even though I swear that the shell was up or whatever. Yeah. So there was definitely some weird spots like that. But how many villains do you really need in a game like this? Like you're trying to do a pinball game. Yeah, especially as you climb the tower too. It was nice that it wasn't just, here's another new enemy for you to deal with. It's let's get creative with the room layout and where we're putting these monsters. And it's like, oh, this one's the turtle shells. This one's a lot of slimes. This one's the birds dropping bombs, whatever. I like the levels where they had almost like a turntable, yeah. but then they almost had like rails that turned as well. So there, it would definitely like, you just kind of time it wrong and it would just launch you. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like there's not many different elements you could possibly introduce, but they're just little tiny variations on each of the levels or each of the dungeons that kept it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it made it nice as you climbed the tower because it was never just overwhelming. It was, oh, okay, here's what I have to figure out next. Where's the key? Where do I go? And then you could take that to those daily dungeons or just the two dungeons that they left you anyway. Finding the key definitely took me a little bit. I always thought I had to basically like clear the room. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, it was... That guy. Surprise, that monster had it. And as soon as you find that one, you can just move right you through. You can just get right through, yeah. So there's definitely a couple levels where it's like, what did I do to get the key? And then there'd be levels where I felt like I had to clear everyone, but I think it was just luck or unlucky, and the last monster just happened to have the key. Right, right. Yeah, I definitely feel like I had that happen sometimes. And those always seemed like the worst, where it was like there were two parts to the room, and it's like, I got to the second part. That's probably where the key is, but mm-hmm. the key was back in the first part. Mm-hmm. And then you had to figure out how to drop back down somehow. <laughs> and then to get back up. <laughs> right, yeah. Which, at that point, I mean, I, one level I specifically have in mind that you're just like feel like you're describing to me yep. you didn't have dash yet either so like you didn't have any skills so you really had to paddle your way up there mm-hmm. and it was hard yeah once you got those skills though it really opened the game up and made things i feel like just feel so much better especially on those harder levels but going back to the early tower levels then it's like oh my gosh why am i even here right exactly so overall I loved this. I, I played so much of it so quick that I I basically finished everything you could. I completed the tower. I maxed out all my skills. And so I was just, all right, let's explore some of the dungeons and see how I score. Uh, and I did that for a couple of days. And I'd probably pick it up again on occasion too. But at this point, I feel like I've completed it. And 
that's okay with me. Like I really enjoyed all the time I put into it. How do you think about it? I'm glad I played it. I thought it was super clever. I I enjoy playing pinball. It was fun. It had a lot of the elements that I liked. You know, I had it. I was picking it up every day with like the daily dungeons. It made me feel like playing other pinball games. Mm-hmm. So I would say, if you like pinball games, I would definitely say play it. Longevity for me, not so much, but it was definitely worth my time, and it actually sparked some interest of maybe I'll find some other pinball games. I want to do some other stuff. So it definitely like I got a lot of joy from it. I'm still devastated. There were no new hats or costumes yes uh yeah even a color give me a different color yes that would have just meant so much to me to really kind of have that i know it's wizards of pinball but you could like i want an orc character i want you could there's so many type of options in that realm yep yeah i'm with you on that so much that could have been but regardless i'm glad we both agree nice nice one to play Our second game this week is Spider from Sumo Digital. Set in a retro universe, British spy agency EP8 has created Agent 8, the most sophisticated miniature robot spider on Earth. Your one tiny objective, save the world. John, was this uh, another nice spy experience for you? (laughs) I mean, it's a spy game, so you kind of had me to begin with when when we kind of got this game, we'll say. I wasn't really sure we were getting into like spider spy like this seems kind of weird but i had a lot of fun with it it exploring the levels was pretty interesting a different perspective coming from the spider working through puzzles which was neat being able to take something as simple as a desk and making it into an entire level was pretty cool or the vents again from the spider and then introducing some of the elements our skills to be able to like solve these things and work your way back. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was fun. What were you, what were you thinking? I was mostly surprised that they really threw everything at you in the first level of what you might have to do between the grapple hook or your web splats, your climbing, you're picking things up, you're throwing, like they really put it all out there instead of kind of escalating through levels. So I, I thought that was interesting, but you're right. Like the environments were super neat and interesting as you worked through the levels, you got to get a little creative with the puzzles. They did a really good job making it super accessible with waypoints and figuring out where you needed to to go next and how to go about it that it wasn't too much of a puzzler but it felt like just the right amount i think that's a good way to put it there were certain parts like looking back and again this is a like did you use your controller i didn't i really should have i was because that's one thing i was thinking the whole time I was like wow this has been great with a controller i really feel like with the controller as much as it was accessible and it let you work through it it, ne- it never felt like oh this isn't a challenge but I almost thought it would be neat for I want to use my skills whenever I want. I want to try to break solve this room or area in different ways yeah. versus being so led. Yeah. I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy being led. And there's definitely parts where it was like, I don't know if I would have ever figured out no. where to go here, right? No. There's no you know, there's no way. But it'd also be like, okay, you have to do this kind of thing. You gotta get over here you gotta get these keys you gotta do whatever it been i've i thought it would have been kind of fun to like okay let me use the different skills to do it 
but that's a pretty long reach because again, it, it there was so much going on in these levels that I don't know if you ever would have figured it out no. without the help. Yeah, yeah, I, I think a lot of these really needed that linear approach that that worked so well, especially some of the bigger ones where you went from room to room to room. I feel like you could have run way ahead in the wrong spot and then suddenly been like, "Well, I need to go back to where I started." So. Do I just jump off right now and hope it resets me there? Or? <laughs> right. And then give me the clues if I want. Yeah. Yep. So, but it, it's still like, it felt neat. Like it felt like uh, an invention you would expect to find in some sort of spy movie with a little spider walking around and doing things and doing things that felt very relatable to what the spider was. One of the things I really liked, and I don't know why, but just the ability like when you're crawling around to literally transition from like a table to then like walking up like a file cabinet. Yeah. Right. It was just the transition and how it felt like it really felt like you like where this robot spider, which sounds funny to say, but <laughs> it just felt very fluid. It just kind of was very smooth and um, the gameplay itself. And I think that made it more immersive, I think is a way to put it. Yeah. Like you just kind of felt like you could, you're kind of there versus something clunky where you had to like click to transition. No, you just literally like could start climbing up the wall. Yeah. Now I will say some of the controls definitely did feel clunky sometime. It seemed like when I was pointing in a direction with the spider, it wouldn't go the way I wanted to go. And then I tried to move the camera to fix it and it didn't really fix it for me. And some of the puzzles too, like turning the, some of the cranks or dials when I had to do that, mm -hmm. it didn't seem like they worked how I expected them to. Sometimes it was like, oh, it's just following my finger all the way around. But sometimes it's like, nope, it just needs me to keep spinning. I got very frustrated by some of that. Definitely on some of the puzzles. And I found for the movement myself that very classic, like first-person shooter style where I would use the one just to look and the one to move. And I always seem to just be moving forward and looking and having that drive my movement. Um, that seemed to work best for me. But that's why I was asking if you use the controller because yeah. I felt like that would have solved some of the weird things that were happening with the rotation or the clicking or like when you'd have to like fire your webs. I feel like it probably would have. I didn't even look if it was controller compatible, but I assume it was at this point. I might just have to pull it out when I go back and try to collect some of those stickers again. Right. Because I, I, I made it through all all the levels. At least I think I did because the credits started rolling. <laughs> right. Uh, so so that gave me comfort. It took me until this morning. I, I finished my last one uh, today, and it, it was it was pretty neat. It definitely became a lot more expansive. Did you have a favorite area? Ooh. Um, I want to say the train was probably my favorite one of them all. The first one was really nice because it did set the tone, I feel like, really nicely. And the mission of, you know, like, stop the nukes from going right. off felt so spy versus stop the runaway train. Right. And so it was kind of like, ah, oh, I like that story behind that one. But the just everything that we kind of had to accomplish with the train just felt a little better. How about you? <laughs> I mean, I hate to completely agree with you. But the first level, to your point, was fun because, again, you get introduced to everything there's elements like it was very classic, like almost like golden eye ish to me. Right. Yeah. And then I thought about the train. And so these relate to all like bond movies, 007 movies to me. It's like how many times is he on a train doing something, working through the doors, working through the things to get from one area to another. And that seemed very normal. Yeah. Right. For like a spy type movie, you know, but 
the first level is just so well done too. I mean, it sounds sad to say that because it's the first level is basically yeah. a tutorial, but you, you got to do everything. You got to work through different levels. I really enjoyed the part where it was almost like, there's almost like a reel, like spinning and working yeah. and you're walking through not like a tunnel, but like a grate. And even that was like, Oh, this is such a cool little area. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I was trying to figure it out at the end of the first level. Cause it like zoomed out onto the room and it seemed like the people in the background were cheering. <laughs> so I'm like, is this a simulation to see if we're up to doing this or did we really get thrown into something and maybe they're angry about it? I wasn't sure how much to read into it, but it definitely crossed my mind. Definitely celebrating. Yeah. Definitely. I can, I can just tell you got a feeling <laughs> they're happy. There's no nukes. That's what I like to think so as well. So uh, I'm curious how you found the graphics to be in this one. Was there anything that stood out to you or do you kind of feel like it just kind of checked the boxes, right? I I wouldn't say anything stood out to me. It, it felt together. You know, everything kind of matched. There weren't any elements to me that like stood out. I was like, oh, that seems out of place. But some of these games we play, and it's like, oh, wow, these, like, in my opinion, like, wow, that was awesome. Yeah. And to me, it was very, like, clean. It fit the style. It kind of all flowed together. Again, nothing was funky. Like, there was a lot of detail without it being super detailed, in my opinion. I think that's the best way I would explain it. But I wasn't, like, blown away, but it wasn't deterred from it either. Yeah. What were your thoughts? I I, I like exactly how you described it, that it kind of fit the theme, because for me, it was a little, like, cartoon-ish but not like overly the top like there was still some realism to it but it, it definitely felt correct for what we were playing and what we were trying to accomplish and so i, I just found it interesting so i'm like i don't i don't notice anything that's making this feel like yeah this is this is this is it but at the same time nothing nothing distracted me it all felt like it fit in place i kind of with everything you just said if it was super real it would almost feel like fake yeah and then if it was like cartoon, 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 like I think about those games where we're running around painting mob or whatever, yes. like, where it's like that ultra <laughs> high colored type stuff, it would probably be hard to play, to be frank. Yeah. Where this was comic booky in a sense. I like that description. Yeah. Yeah. And that probably fit for what it was. It kind of put, again, put you in the realm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else crossing your mind or how do you feel about it? I I personally liked it. I mean, I'm a I'm a secret agent fan. Mm-hmm. Um, as I kind of mentioned, I wish I wish there were areas where you kind of had more free reign. And I think what you probably would have had to do is change some of those levels to allow you to be free reign. You, yeah. I mean, you described it well, like the single purpose. But I just felt like I'm a secret agent. I'm a spy. I want to be able to kind of do these things in different ways, which is the only thing that deterred me. But it's still a spy game. There's still a lot of fun elements, of really cool level designs in the sense of taking something as simple as these big areas and making them, you know, or small areas and make them immersive because you're a spider. So I, I liked it. I didn't love it. You know, the spy game definitely helped. Um, would I? Am I going to play it again? Probably not. You know, it was fun, but I don't. I'm hit or miss on this one. I don't I don't love it. I don't hate it. It wasn't a waste of my time, but I'm probably not going to play it anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we had as much time as we did because I found myself getting a little more frustrated with some of the controls than I expected to. 
just because as, as we talked about kind of the comic book cartoon, I expected this to be a little more kid friendly with some of the stuff. And I would imagine having a lot of trouble with managing the thumbs and doing all of the little details that came with it. But I think that was just where I set my expectations for what was going to come. And that, that probably didn't help me out along the way, but I'm with you. Like if I, if I wouldn't have had enough time to go in between levels to get through the, I don't remember six or eight stages that, that they had, I wouldn't have gotten through them all. And I probably would have been okay with that. I think it's super unique and, and a great idea and, and generally well executed. But I, I'm uh, inclined to agree with you, as we've done a lot lately. It's good, <laughs> not great. I wouldn't necessarily say, like, yeah, you want to go out and do this one, but if the genre seems interesting to you and you're willing to take a little bit of time to feel comfortable with the controls, you know, no reason not to give this one a shot. Just play the tutorial. Yeah, that first and level. And you're probably good. <laughs> tell you everything. Right. <laughs> Right, time to roll the randomizer and see what game we're going to try out before playing a little longer next week. Oh, this is a fairly recent release. We're going to be trying Moonshot, A Journey Home from Noodle Cake. It's a physics-based puzzle game where you play as Moon Pie, a young moon separated from Mother Earth, using sling slots, mechanics, and navigational puzzles, help Moon Pie trek across the mysterious universe to finally get back home. Aww. Well, this will be interesting. You can see it on the preview with a lot of slingshot and flinging around and seeing where it goes. Pretty quick download is always a nice thing on this one, at least for me. So, Must be sucking the internet. Always. Always am. <laughs> so, single player, so we're uh, kind of lost on that one that we oh, don't get to slingshot against each other. <laughs> Can't beat you. <laughs> Not this time. All right, let's check out what we're doing with this moon stuff, huh? I'm assuming they're going to have a pretty nice tutorial for us on this one. Oh, it's like Angry Birds almost. Oh, okay. Woohoo! So does it matter how you're slinging it? Yeah, so it looks like you kind of pull back, suck the angles. Ooh, three stars. Nailed it. Pull back and up. Interesting. Again, kind of like Angry Birds. Yep. Right, you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Except we're not knocking down towers and piggies. Just trying to get to the... Black holes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Excellent move. Nice job. I was like, they're definitely uh, starting us out pretty easy on these, it seems right. like. I feel like the first two were exactly the same. Yeah, okay. Good. I'm, I'm glad it's not just me that was thinking that. Oh, interesting. I'm already noticing on the top left there are 630 stars available. Wow. Uh, if that's three per level, that's... A couple levels. Yeah, that's over 200 levels for us to kind of experience. So do you think the planets have gravity that pull us towards where we need to go? They do. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, try to go up and around the orange one in that third level there. Yeah, you're going to get like a black hole here soon. Oh, yep, I'm coming up on the black hole. Does that like suck me in? Okay, yeah, I see it changes our pathway a little bit. I'm trying to figure out how we don't get stars at this point, though. <laughs> yeah, right. So it seems like they're all surrounding that same spot. I just got something that, like, after I be a level, it almost looked like a black hole. Oh? Oh, now there's, like, coins. So you got to, like, try to hit the... Oop. There you go. Following the coin seems like a good idea. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? 
think he's trying to teach me a lesson. Oh, okay. It looks like I might have unlocked a bonus level from my second wormhole. Oh, black see, hole I was thing. wondering about that because that's what it looked like. Yeah, so I think there's something in the top left of your screen when you go to the stage selection. Okay. That you might be able to get that one. Coins, great idea. This feels very relaxing. Feels, Even the music sounds very... Yeah, I feel like I'm in a, a zen mode of outer space. Oh, I missed a coin. But I didn't miss a star, so I'm taking that as a win. I keep hitting this purple planet. Purple planet? Which level are you on? I don't know. <laughs> I got the look. Too many, right? Oop. Some things are not meant to be explored. I, Ooh. I hit a cloud. Got it. <laughs> Ooh, nailed it. Nice. Excellent Aww, move. That's cute. Oh, they have different... The coins let you buy hints, stars if you're desperate, and most importantly, skins. skins. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to be happy about that. Yep. Some of these skins look like they're just locked, that you might just have to complete something to get there. One of them is using 20 hints. That's hilarious. That's cool. Be excited to figure out which skins you're going to explore. Oh, hello, asteroid belt. <laughs> oh, just made it. So that's probably going to be key for getting that skin is uh, spending your coins to get extra hints. I think I found that orange planet you were talking about. Yay. Warp Commander. Very zenny. I could see why you'd say that. Right? Yeah, so I made it through the first set of tutorials. I don't know where you're kind of chilling at right now. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm probably at the same spot. Yeah, so it's very interesting. Like uh, the slingshot component's interesting. It's just a one-time shot instead of anything else where we've kind of had to act along the way. So yeah, I'm curious to see what other elements it enters, it adds in, you know? Yeah, because gravity is super cool to kind of play around with and fidget with. Well, and there's like already different types. There's like the planets and the warpoles, and then like the asteroids, I'm curious to see... Oh, gosh, are they going to move on us? Yeah, exactly. I could see that happening. Oh. It becomes more of a timing as well. Oh, no. <laughs> I suppose that would make sense. That'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast medium of choice. Plus, we're on Patreon. You can support us by visiting patreon.com forward slash ITTP. Yeah, and on top of Moonshot and that journey we're going to be going on, we're also going to play Spire Blast. What games do you think we should take a look at? You can message us on Instagram. We're at insert token to play or our email is play at insert token to play.com. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. <laughs>